This is the Dominique Foxworth Show. All right. I don't care what you say. I'm calling it and until you come up with a better name, David Dennis. I mean, it's the, the point is we do sports on Tuesday and Thursday. And on Wednesday, we hit you with that bonus. That is like sports adjacent or not sports at all. So that's the name, unless you got a better one. That works because usually when I try to make a point, people say and so that. <laughs> all right. Well, what's the point you want to make for us this week? I want to talk about uh, the big sports elephant in the room that everybody's been talking about. It's Ime Udoka Mm -hmm. and how we have gravely lost the plot here um, with Ime and how we've uh, responded to the situation. So obviously, as you know, um, Ime is involved in some sort of um, relationship in the team and the Celtics. <laughs> listening that is, to, uh, sorry to cut you off, but listening to anybody talk about the email doka, like set it up. I've been on a bunch right. of shows and we, none of us really know how to set it up because we don't have enough information. So for those who don't know, he's the head coach or was, I guess technically still is the head coach. Just technically still the head coach. The Celtics. Yeah. He got suspended for a year and also maybe forever because of uh inner office, this is the part where it gets funky because some people right. call it <laughs> like it an inner weird, office yes. romance and, and there's also like um allegations of harassment the press right. conference that we watched last week from the leadership of the celtics didn't really make anything better or clearer and from the start right. of the situation people have been taking sides and hazarding opinions without complete information what do you got for us yeah, so that happened, and obviously there is a uh, racial component of Emo Udoka as a black man in Boston mm-hmm. uh, being uh, reprimanded for something that allegedly a lot of people do, right? right. Um, but what was troubling about it was that as that was happening, there was this like cavalcade of people on the internet who were just like, what about Brett Favre? Like, y'all are talking about this, and you're not talking about Brett Favre, and that really was we lost that's where we lost the plot here because uh first of all um we did talk about Brett Favre uh, I talked about Brett Favre we did a 20 minutes on Brett Favre and debatable um as you know I'm from Jackson I'm from Mississippi I Brett Favre thing is like very near and dear to my heart and very upset about it and we get more information about the fact that he is um asked and allegedly took millions of dollars that went to poor black that should have gone to poor black people in Mississippi to build a freaking volleyball stadium for his daughter at USM. It's extremely upsetting, but this became a like comparing two things that had nothing to do with each other. Um, and it, it was trying Sorry, to make what about is always kind of frustrating. And we always call it out when we see it and like, what about Chicago? <laughs> right, right, about police right. Violence. And so it's, it's not fun to see uh, people using it in this situation. Two things can be can go on at the same time and we can be upset and outraged and address both of them. But I, I find that divide interesting. And then there also feels like I don't want to say a, a, a man woman divide because mm-hmm. it's not. I mean, there's plenty of men on what I would consider the the prudent side of mm-hmm. the email Doka conversation. But there's like a defense for Ime Yudoka based on, or the motivation for the defense seems to be race. 
which mm-hmm. like obviously I understand where that is. And then there's like a fury for him from like the same demographic of people that's like, how dare you how how dare you do this to black queen Nia Long, which like right. also is like annoying to me. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. I bring you on to hear your opinions, but I this one you struck a chord with me on this one. Yeah, I mean the thing the the problem with this thing is that it's all sort of gaslighting. It's all pretend because really what is at the bottom of this is like faux black unity over Ime Doka, but it's really about I want like there I want police to treat black people like police treat white people, right? Like that is one way of trying to think about things, right? A lot of these dudes who are saying this, what about Brett Favre thing, really want, they don't want like to be treated with the same justice that white, they want to be able to do the same illegal, terrible, horrifying crap that white men get to do, right? And it's like- They don't want to be treated with the same justice. They want to be like afforded the same level of injustice that- Right, exactly. Some people with power have. We saw the same thing with when they were comparing Bill Cosby to Kavanaugh. It's like, well, Kavanaugh could be in the Supreme Court. Well, what about Bill? Like, how about we try not to be either of these dudes? You know, like, that's like, why don't we do that? And the Brett Favre thing was just sort of the newest avatar for that. It was like, y'all are focused on Emu. Like, Emu Doka from all reports did something wrong, right? He did something wrong that should not be done. So, like, why are we comparing him to this other? Like, I would love for there to be 24 seven coverage of Brett Favre, because this is something that is very, that I care about extremely, you know, but I also understand that Brett Favre is retired, that Michael Vick was a quarterback, active quarterback, one of the biggest stars in the world. And that Ime Udoka is a current coach. Like there are actual current sports ramifications for these things that happen that are putting them at the front of all the shows. Whereas, you know, as a personal person i want to talk about brett Favre at all times but as a person who understands how this works yeah. it's just not going to work out that way but the and I, people I, I, are I, covering brett Favre. the brett Favre is all over the place it is all espn did a thing on brett like more allegations or more evidence and text came out yesterday or sunday that said that brett Favre asked for prison industrial complex workers to help build this stuff he explicitly said can we get people in jail to do this and espn covered it and the what about Brett Favre people were absolutely silent about it. Yeah, it's, I think the frustrating part is that it's, it's used as a as a smokescreen to try to distract mm-hmm. you from what's going on. And I imagine you experienced the same like online reaction that I do, like for Deshaun Watson, like speaking mm-hmm. about Deshaun Watson thing. I, I get more angry black men avatars in my mentions like how you gonna bring this brother down and like this that and the other and like you ain't talk about this when there was this white person accused of it and it's a it's a terrible position to be put in where you feel like or people want you to feel like it's your obligation to defend someone who has put themselves in a bad situation like i i understand the impulse like i i I get it i understand the impulse to to uh, when you come from a, a group that has been perpetually like disadvantaged, you have an impulse to defend uh, anyone from that group. But I also feel like there's like accountability. We have to hold people accountable. And it's a very bad place to be in when you're defending someone and you don't know, like back to the email, you're defending someone 
from something that you don't know what they're being accused of. And that's the real weird part is people caping like, get them, get them. Like, no, let's let's deal with this right here. It's just a distraction technique. So I, I, I do find myself uh, having like my identity guide me in some mm-hmm. of the positions that I take. It's impossible not to. Like, I think we all do. However, like my identity is I, I like it to be of someone who is progressive minded when it comes to mm-hmm. uh issues of safety which is what some of these are about for for women and you don't have to have daughters or be a son of a mother or a husband of a wife or any of those things to recognize that 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 stuff is messed up so i don't know is there anything else on this topic that you wanted to hit well yeah well two things which you know i i don't know how close we're flying to the sun here but a lot of these dudes who were like protect our queen knee along were also like Malika Andrews has to go, which was quite interesting yeah. to see on Friday and over the weekend that a lot of these people who pro- proclaim to be um, defending black folks were very quick to attack a black woman who was trying to uh, speak up for, for her case. And, uh, you know, I think I think about Fannie Lou Hamer, uh, who, you know, we're not free to all of us are, are free. And like we, we're thinking about Deshaun Watson, Ime Udoka and things like that. But like if there's something that a lot that's going to harm women, like black women are going to be most harmed by yeah. it. Like even if these things happen to like if Kavanaugh and all these folks are doing these things to white women and they get away with it, allegedly, whatever they get away with it, allegedly then imagine what's happening to black women at the same time. You know, like we could talk about what happens in secret with these celebrities, what Bill Cosby was doing, but we could also acknowledge that R. Kelly had public like prisons for black women at the same time was touring. You know, like it's going to happen worse to them. So I do feel the identity to and the need to sort of defend and be there for our brothers and black men, but also understand that like if things are going to happen to women, they're going to happen to black women 10 times worse. All right, man. Well, I appreciate it. That wasn't fun. You normally got some jokes or something for me, but this topic does not make room for those type of jokes. But maybe next week we'll do a fun topic. Yeah, you? I'll have a, I'll uh, I'll work on my material. But I will say uh, <laughs> that people need to buy my book. Uh, also, yeah. the movement made us about my dad. I, I was told I didn't plug my book well enough last time. Yeah, I, was, so I was chastised. I should have brought that up myself because um, I saw an interview about your book. And while I did buy it because like I try to support people, I did not actually read it. And the interview mm-hmm. was like, oh, man, I might have to read this joke. <laughs> so I I, 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 cra- I broke it out from my pile of books that I buy from friends, but don't actually read. And I'm actually give it a go. Maybe I'll finish it by next week or the week after. And I will tell you if I think it's fire or poo. Yeah, just tell me. Just tell me the first. Just tell me. Don't please don't be honest with me. Uh, it's I, I can't change it now. That's don't do I don't it. need. That's I, do it. I don't want your honesty whatsoever. Want, just yeah, tell yeah, me it's good. It. It's, it where, it's where bookstores are. Where bookstores <laughs> are sold. It's about my dad's time. Civil rights movement. Book where books are sold. There we go. Stores. Good job. Don't yeah, where books. Are, <laughs> I'm still. I'm still. It's horrible at selling. At selling this thing. So yes. All right, brother. Take it easy. All right, man. Yeah. Peace. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space 
to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash df today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash df. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur. Barnstown, Kentucky. 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. All right, I'm old and not cool. And my good friend, Sheila Matthews, uh, she knows that. She's been trying to keep me cool for a while, failing at every turn. But I'm bringing her on. I mean, you, you're you not failing. I'm failing. But anyway, here's another chance. Make me cool. Sheila Matthews, I didn't even introduce you. She's a host, a culture host and producer at Anscape. And y'all still pumping out them logged ins? We are. We just had Jacques on. So that was a really fun episode. I don't know who that is. The, he was at the um he sang the anthem for the Lakers came and said like e and went viral. Yeah. Yep, I don't know nothing about that. Anyway, teach me something, make me cool so I can go say this to my kids and they'll think I know something about something. All right, so we're gonna teach you still in the music realm of things today. Okay. Do you know who DDG is? Nope. Okay. You know who D you said DDG? Like Dominique Dominique Go. Uh that'd be awesome. I would go there i don't know what it is but i like it what does ddg stand for it's a person i'm assuming that's a great question you don't um know? you know like rappers now have acronyms and we oh, okay. quite know what they stand for but i mean his music is pretty cool but like lately he's been in the news because he's hallie bailey's boyfriend so he went on a podcast and dominique you know how i feel about podcasts yeah present company excluded 
<laughs> you just hate like all these men in their ridiculous podcasts. With their Amazon podcast kits. Like, we got to stop it because then things like this happen. So he went on there to defend his girlfriend, Halle Bailey, around the controversy with The Little Mermaid and, of course, her being a Black woman and, like, all the negative comments that have come from that. Uh, in the midst of him trying to defend her, he jokingly, not so jokingly, that's up in the air, uh, what it was supposed to be. But he said that he did not know that the country was still this racist and that he was under the impression that MOK canceled racism. He was joking, right? I haven't heard this clip. I'm going to have to find the clip. But he had to be joking. Where was he for the last, I don't know, five years? I mean, it's like... That's what we're trying to figure out. And I, I get where he was going. It could have been a joke. But, you know, satire on, on a mic doesn't come off that great sometimes. But, I mean, his response was he dropped his valedictorian clip saying he really is smart. Oh, he was, he was valedictorian? He was, actually, of his high school class. Well, there's a difference between being like smart and informed. Yeah. You know, like I feel like we have that problem. A lot of very smart people are ill-informed and they are the most dangerous people out there because they are smart enough to whip up some foolishness around a lie and have people follow them. So I can't fall into the DD, DDG trap because I don't even know who the hell he is. But I'm going to listen to a song now. Hopefully it's not about racial progress in america i mean i'll send you some songs like his stuff is pretty good but to your point like a lot of rappers we have seen that from them where they're a little bit out of touch with yeah. some things yeah. that are happening i mean lil wayne comes to mind i remember when he had that emmett till line uh yeah lil wayne is like very smart and talented when it comes to rapping but also some questionable things but he's a big missy elliott fan that's that's cool and feels progressive in some ways i don't know i'm trying to grasp at claws to defend or gr grasp at straws to defend some of my favorite rappers i mean then asap rocky comes to mind right when he was like that he doesn't necessarily relate with uh racial injustices and the feelings oh, that people God. have so I and the baby i feel like is the baby uh, uncanceled now because uh, i know he got an album no, out he will never be uncanceled he just dropped meg's name in a song for market i you know i feel strongly about that little man too i don't mm -hmm. <laughs> call him a little... little man no <laughs> all right well is the baby the next topic or you got something else for me keep it on the realm of asap rocky oh. we gotta go to his his queen rihanna rihanna excuse me because she oh, corrects you when you say that it's rihanna and she's performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. It's it's now the National Fenty League. They even changed their name on Instagram yesterday, and I love it. I love is she it. doing it solo, or is it going to be like a bunch of people like last year? I mean, it seems solo for now. The yeah. original story was they tapped Taylor Swift, and she wants to re-record her catalog. So until that's done, she passed up. I don't quite know if you tap Taylor than Rihanna. In my head, Rihanna was the first choice. So that's yeah. the story I'm going with. Taylor got some bangers, though, but Rihanna definitely is going to be more more fun. I mean, shake it off, Knox. I don't care what nobody say. I know. I, I love T Swift. Okay. okay. All her concerts. The girl's right. a performer. But I think Rihanna also saw Beyonce's Outside this summer with her Renaissance mm -hmm. tour. And she's like, it's time. I got to drop something. I got to be relevant. I think my daughter Lizzo's in town. I think my daughter's going to go to that. My oldest. Are you going to go? Am I going to go? No, I'm not going to go. She might go with some friends or somebody because... I mean, I have a problem with Lizzo. Lizzo got some hits, too. But you think that my 11-year-old daughter wants my big, goofy following her around? No. I That's drop good. her off with somebody and pick her up or something like that, maybe.
Well, are you excited for Rihanna for the halftime show? Nope. Who would you have then? You said that like with such conviction, like you have someone else in mind. Uh, I don't. I mean, halftime shows be like whack. <laughs> you're you you played i you know i don't know yeah. a, a field goal from an interception so yes, for me that's, that's the show is that <laughs> i mean i think rihanna can do it like beyonce killed it one year i don't know i just have low expectations for halftime shows last year's was was fun i guess with uh 50 cent hanging upside down it gave me something to laugh at eminem was angry my, my son loved that halftime show and he plays it all the time like the youtube video of last year's halftime show all the time and i am tired of watching it or walking past the tv with it on i've had enough i think like every generation has their thing like my thing that i replay is whitney houston's anthem oh yeah that was a good one oh whitney so tragic all right so is there anything you want to plug this week tell the people to go check out that you are writing or doing or hosting for sure. So you can always check out Logged In on Anscape's YouTube. New episodes dropping every Friday. And I also have a piece coming out called Next to Now, the new first ladies of hip hop. We're going to be exploring the Mona Leos, the Destiors, the Rico Nasties, all the new women who are taking over the rap game. I understand none of them names. I don't know none of these songs. I don't get it. Who like? I, OK, just before I let you go quickly. Can you give me like uh, analog for these women? Like what kind of rappers are they? Do they all fall into like the the little Kim lineage of like sexy raunchy or is there somebody else like Lil Ma, right? Lil Ma is not, she's a, a woman rapper who, who comes with a whole different flavor than uh, Nicki Minaj, let's say. For sure. So it's like a pretty comprehensive but not extensive list. So we mm -hmm. have about 10 people, but they all kind of fall in different categories. Okay. Rico, of course, is Sugar Trap, which is like this very high energy type of rap now. Destior is like luxury rap. Mm -hmm. You might know her because she's also with Future or was with Future. So that's the type of vibe you'll get from Who's her. Everyone? <laughs> you, oh, gosh. That future Hendrix, yeah. I mean, it's, it's all different types of women who rap and like all their different types of genres. So it's a really fun piece. We get to really dive into how rap has evolved for women. All right, I'm going to check it out. I appreciate it. This is the Dominique Foxworth Show.